0: It's going to be one crazy summer. For John Cusack, one slightly off basketball player. For Demi Moore, one slightly so titchhiker. For Bobcat Goldthwait. Hey, little boy, will you hold on to this for me? One slightly strange babysitter.
1: Ah!
0: Sorry! And for all their slightly insane friends, it's going to be one crazy summer. Rated PG. Starts Friday, August 8th at a theater near you.
1: What the H is going on. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the podcast, Old Millennials Remember Movies. I am your host, tired and exhausted and ready to talk about one crazy summer here on Old Millennials Remember Movies. I'm Angela Yoshiko here with my co-host, Tyler Wilson.
0: So you said what the H, which is funny because you swear all over this podcast.
1: I am going to not swear one time in this entire episode.
0: Really? Because this is a movie... Which just which just demands just every minute or so like just an occasional what the fuck is going on
1: yeah <laughs> we are definitely going to talk about all of those what the f moments oh wow
0: you're really going to you're committing to this huh
1: <laughs> yeah i decided it just now right when you challenged me yeah, okay so yeah we're i'll gonna, say
0: enough for for both of us
1: we're going to talk about this movie um before we do tyler what have you been watching
0: a lot of things. Uh, we've been watching, well, you know, the kids are, you know, finally out of, uh, the schoolwork. So we've been watching more, uh, more movies.
1: It is summer vacation. Yeah. Thank goodness the, uh, learning from home, parent driven, supported learning is over. Now our kids can just be dumb for two, three months
0: over for now
1: (laughs) i mean because it's summer vacation right i'm not saying it's over because covid's over i'm saying it's over because summer vacation
0: i kind of anticipate there not being much of a change in a couple months but anyway
1: and i would love to take the the summer off of helping our kids learn but we have a couple kids that definitely need to
0: stay sharp
1: bridge the gap stay
0: sharp Summer. yeah
1: so it's not really over but we are taking a little break which means we have watched some movies including some kid movies
0: yeah, we've been just kind of, you know, we did an episode on Homeward Bound a few, I don't know, a month or two ago already well, now. Well,
1: this is episode 80. Yeah. And we did Homeward Bound on episode 75.
0: So not that long ago. Yeah. But, uh so we finally did watch, because uh, Homeward Bound, the first one... I, if you go back and listen to that episode, we, we're fans. We we grew up with that movie. We, yeah. we enjoy it.
1: If you're an old millennial, there's like right. a 90% chance you remember it and right. enjoyed it.
0: But uh, Homeward Bound 2 Lost in San Francisco is a movie that I had seen but didn't remember well, and there's good reason for that.
1: Yeah, I feel like I definitely saw it as a kid because I was looking forward to watching it because I loved the first one so much. Yeah, But I think as a kid, my uh, criteria for good movies was a lot lower than it is today. Yeah. And so I think that I just lumped into the first one because my memory is that I liked all the Homer Brown movies. But the second one was boring. It was boring. I'll
0: tell you what it is. The, in the first movie, there's like, there's three animal characters that are talking uh in the second one there's like ninety animal characters that are talking. Yeah. So there's numerous characters. The trio gets separated.
1: And in this uh, case, more is not better. More
0: is not better. Uh it just doesn't work. There's not really a great driving force of the movie. They're just lost again. They get left at the airport essentially. Which they have a little scene in the airport which is uh pretty pretty yeah. entertaining. And then like yeah. Toy and then you're just like, Wow, Toy Story Two ripped this whole thing off. But they not really it's but It's
1: also very like this is before 911. Sure,
0: oh yeah. Um, or, like
1: airport security super lax.
0: So yeah, it starts great cuz you're just like, "Oh man, they're in the airport. This is crazy." There's and then it's dogs just dogs
1: running on the, the airstrip. Then they're just
0: like hanging out in alleys for the whole movie. I don't know. With they like, can't find the bridge, which is frustrating cuz if you go to San Francisco, you can always find the bridge. You just look around.
1: Um so <laughs> let's talk about racial dogs. Oh, okay. <laughs> So race in America yeah. was um was it, it was addressed in this movie? Uh,
0: yes, it was.
1: Not in a good way though. No. In a very like oh all all the ca- all the dog characters that live on the streets sound like well, it's, non-white it's, people, it's
0: Sinbad is like one of them, and but they're it's not just like their voice; they're just playing characters that are they're stereotypes, ca- caricatures, kind of. caricatures. Yeah, yeah. so that's a little bit frustrating. Uh, but yeah, it's mostly pretty boring, and uh, it, you know more of that. More of that, like, you know how it was charming how in the first movie, well, they understand pop culture references, but don't actually understand English. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of charming, even Mm -hmm. though it's a little infuriating. It's Mm -hmm. just all infuriating in the second one.
1: Yeah, I think for the first 20 minutes after the airport scene, Mm -hmm. um, Sally the cat doesn't know what a plane is. Right. But then she knows all these other things. So I just kept saying, oh, she knows that, but she doesn't know what a plane is. There's
0: about 10 minutes of the movie where I decided I needed to go clip my toenails. And I went to another room to do that because it's kind of loud.
1: Yeah, and I could still hear you and I, well, I didn't want to miss it completely. So, it's disgusting <laughs> I was peeking through it. hearing people clip toenails is disgusting, it is. but it's more disgusting. I love you so like it still grosses me out, but like I can tolerate it. I mean, I'll still uh, yell at you. Right. But but one of the worst things that has nothing to do with Homer bound is when people clip their fingernails or their toenails at work in the office.
0: What has that happened to you?
1: Hashtag. Do not miss working at work. Oh
0: man, that's <laughs> gross. You work with a lot of dudes, though. So no,
1: it happened. It's. Oh, so I've worked in several offices in the same company, and mm-hmm. everywhere there's always there's always somebody. Like me yeah. stop myself. There's always somebody that's clipping nails, and it's well. Disgusting. You know,
0: you're not going to do that on your own time. You're going to do that on work time.
1: Okay, but if you're at work, all <laughs> I can imagine, like I've clipped my nails, mm-hmm. I know that. Some of those nails, they go flying. Oh, yeah. So there's, there's, you're telling me there's oh, yeah. nails, fingernails, toenails, just flying all over. They're the everywhere. Office? You're disgusting. People. They're everywhere.
0: That's how you get COVID.
1: That's right, Bob. I'm talking to you.
0: Oh wow. Ah, yeah, listening. No. Um. Hey, speaking of racial stereotypes, we also watched Cars with the uh, the kids. Yeah. The original Cars. Well, we watched Cars Three with them because our our three year old son is uh, he really likes Lightning McQueen. Just calls him McQueen. It's cute. And,
1: and yeah a couple days ago uh I was, like, being a good mom. So, one one thing about being a mom that I, I don't actually really enjoy is playing with my children. Like, uh, yeah. like playing, like, little kid playing. Like, all I can last about five, ten minutes. You don't last long. It's not my favorite. Mm-mm. I don't think it was my favorite when I was a little kid, either. Like,
0: well, no I, one likes it. You just have to kind of do it sometimes.
1: Yeah, you do. So, I did it the other day, and I was very proud of myself. But I was playing Cars, and he had all his Cars cars.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I was like, I can't remember the name of this, of a little 70s character. You should have
0: just asked me, Fillmore.
1: You were still asleep because, you know, you like to sleep in on the weekend. Happy Father's Day, I think it was.
0: Belated Father's Day, yeah, thanks.
1: Yeah, so I was like, oh man, I should, I should watch this movie. I kind of haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. So, that's why we watched it. Yeah,
0: we, well, he watch, they'd watch Cars 3 and... Even our oldest son couldn't really remember much about the first one, so we flipped that on, and uh yeah, I mean, you know, the the joke it, it's it's kind of always been regarded as the, the Cars franchise is the lower tier of Pixar, right? And yes, like the, some of the side characters are very broadly drawn. I wouldn't necessarily call them racial stereotypes, but it's kind of leaning. Ramon is leaning into the Cheech Marin character, you know what I mean? For sure. Fillmore is leaning into the George Carlin, like hippy dippy kind of thing, you know, b- You know, before he yeah. kind of got it old and grumpy and even better than he was even before. I love George Carlin. But, um. R.I.P.? Yeah, so, um, you know, it always had that repu- repre- uh, reputation. And I don't know. I have always kind of really liked Cars 1. It's not like the best Pixar, but I've always just found it enjoyable. And I still find it enjoyable. I kind of yeah. like the story arc. Yes, I know it's Doc Hollywood. Uh, with Michael J. Fox, but I still like the story, and I like Paul Newman in the voice role.
1: Yeah, and I like Owen Wilson as mm-hmm. Lightning McQueen, and it's not just like a race car movie. There's an act; they took some time to actually build his character and. In-
0: yeah, I mean, like I said, the side characters are a little broadly drawn, but I think they do a pretty good job with the leads, and, uh, you know, for a for a movie about the subculture of, like, NASCAR, essentially, and a movie that features Larry the Cable Guy pretty prominently, it's, I think, a miracle that it's even watchable, <laughs> so, especially since Cars 2 is not very good and not watchable, we haven't watched that with the kids yet, they yeah. haven't, they, they, I mean, the, the kids, the older kids have seen it, but, um... They, have, you know, they haven't, don't remember, we haven't watched it in a while. And I think Cars 3 is actually pretty good. Um mm-hmm. I think I like what they do, and I like how they bring back, despite Paul Newman being gone, they were able to, like, use a little bit of audio that they didn't use in the previous, the first movie, and they kind of, kind of circled the arc of the main, I don't know, I just think Cars, I think that those two movies are a little unfairly maligned in the Pixar canon, probably because Cars 2 is pretty bad. It is pretty bad, <laughs> so, and then,
1: yeah. Like the direct to movie or whatever. Oh, Planes! Well, those are
0: so that's that's what's confusing. Planes were made by Disney, not by Pixar, at a weird time when Pixar. You know, Disney and Pixar used to be completely. You know, they were separate. Disney distributed their movies, but they. Decided they were gonna make these plane spinoffs. Disney did, but they didn't have the Pixar people work on it. I mean, and they're not, not good. They're, they're fine for, they're not, they're not horrible. They're just, yeah. they're just, they're kid movies and there's nothing really there besides.
1: That's what's frustrating. Is, yeah. is that's why I think Word Cars does, it's not just a kid movie. It has like, Actual character growth and empathy. And... Animation
0: still looks really good, too. All 2006 mm-hmm. era looks good. And I Michael mean...
1: Keaton is your good, you know, antagonist. Yeah, but I But like not, him in the like, movie. totally overly obnoxious the whole movie. Just kind of when you need him.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, so we watched that. Ooh, the other thing we watched, we watched the new movie on Disney+, Plus, which was Artemis Fowl with the kids.
1: I've already deleted that from my brain.
0: Wow, that is a... It's just a... It's a mess and it's a bore.
1: I literally deleted it from my brain.
0: Yeah, you don't even remember it. It's I just... don't.
1: It was so... Boring.
0: It's a you know it's a high fantasy movie. It is based on the book series, but I guess they changed the book series quite a bit. Um, it is kind of what's wrong, and Disney's done this a few times in the recent years. They try to do these big franchise fantasy movies, but they spend a lot of time on setup and not a lot of not enough time on, time on kind of like getting us to like like the main characters or yeah. get to know them or have something compelling for them to do in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is kind of about the young Artemis Fowl character looking for his dad, who's Colin Farrell, who disappears in five minutes, and it's just like, well, I mean, that's a pretty standard plot, and we don't see Colin Farrell long enough to really care that he's gone, and he's being held captive by a, a villain that we don't see its face because we're saving it for the sequel or whatever, and it's just a mess. It's yeah. just a, it, it's a one hundred twenty-five million dollar budget movie it got delayed, the pandemic sent it to Disney Plus. I, I mean. They knew it was not very good. That's why it ended up there. Let's be honest. They didn't put it in the. They didn't reschedule it for another release date, let's just say.
1: Yeah. I don't think you'd like me to say this, but I think a a premise like that could have just been a better miniseries or TV series where you kind of have a little bit more time. Why would I be upset with that? Because you don't love TV shows. (laughs) Well,
0: I. You know what I'm saying? I think stuff like that is. You definitely need need the time to flesh it out and if you don't yeah i mean that's why laura i mean that's why Lord of the rings and the first harry potter i mean that's why those movies are long because at least they the filmmakers behind those understood like okay well we need to do the work to kind of like get you to behind these characters otherwise it's not gonna even like the lion the witch and the wardrobe the narnia thing that first movie is a little bit lengthy i don't think that movie is entirely successful but at least it's you know it's attempting to like Build the world and spend time with the characters. This just feels like a rush. There's characters that are in and out of the thing so fast. You're
1: cramming a lot into a movie that ends up being too long for a kid movie.
0: Judy Dench is a just who knows what she's in the movie. It's weird. She's committed. I'll give her that credit. What was her little line? Oh, she gets a she like appears. There's this giant CGI like siege going on, and she's playing an elf character or whatever. She's got the ears and everything, and it's all like she's Irish or whatever, and. She comes out of like this CGI shoot, and she pops out, and it's like this close, like oh. zoom into her face, and she goes, "Top of the morning." <laughs> top
1: is... of them? So you, yeah, you said that about eighty four times. After <laughs> well, the that. way I mean,
0: just hearing no, Judy Dench, Judy Dench do that was. So uh, is
1: that racist?
0: I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't. Feel, know.
1: I feel like like someone should have been like, I don't think we should include that.
0: Oh, it's fine. Really? We're not worried about that kind of racism. No, I'm not worried about
1: the. I just it was kind of jokey.
0: It was just dumb. But, like,
1: not funny. Just dumb. Yeah. It wasn't. Well, I don't
0: even recall her having much of an accent the rest of the no, movie. So it's like, so all, it's all of a sudden, like... she's like
1: in this bright green getup. Yep. And she pops out and she's all, Top of the morning. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> what? What? What?
0: And you talk about it like that. It sounds like it's worth watching. But it's not.
1: But it's not. He's got a cool name, though. It sounds Artemis like Fowl. it's gonna be yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. Well, the books—he's the main character—is more of like a—he's a criminal mastermind for real. Like they kind of tease that in the movie. Yeah. But he's kind of more of like an anti-hero, almost villain in those books. Yeah. I, guess. I wish this—that'd be it. more fun. I
1: mean, this would have been right up my alley for yeah. a TV series. Yeah. Okay. It could
0: have been something. It's definitely not going to be a franchise.
1: So don't waste time on Artemis Fowl.
0: And then I—I I watched a couple more things with the kids while you were doing some schoolwork. Um, one is just a movie I really love, which is Wallace and Gromit and The Curse of the Were Rabbit. I love Wallace and Gromit. So, so much. And this is the feature length movie after they did the shorts, uh, the 30 minute shorts.
1: Do the kids? How the kids do? So,
0: yeah, they, um, they liked it, which made me happy. Um, especially so at the end, I was trying to explain to them how they made the movie. Right. Um, with, you know, it's, it's not technically claymation. It's plasticine, but it's movable like clay, right? It's so, it's essentially claymation. And, um, I was trying to explain it the whole movie. And they're like, what do you mean? It's like, you know, their their hands and even our oldest was making a comment, like, the bunnies look lumpy. And I was like, well, yeah, like, they're kind of trying to give you that feel of it being clay. Like, that's kind of the aesthetic. She didn't understand the word aesthetic. Because she's nine. Yeah. And then, so what (laughs) I did was I turned the DVD, it was just on, you know, we have the DVD. I turned on the bonus feature behind the scenes so they could see them working with the models. And that, like, opened it up for her, especially. She really liked seeing that. Um. And then, yeah, our our younger daughter, she's claimed at the end that she didn't... I was like, I didn't like that movie. But she was like, because it's about a were-rabbit and all these rabbits, she just thought... She was tickled to death with the whole thing. She mm-hmm. just thought it was great. Like, this... Because, mm-hmm. ju- well, spoilers for Curse the Were-rabbit, but, like, Wallace is the right were-rabbit. Mm-hmm. He transforms. And, and so when that happens, she's like, ah! <laughs> she was just like... <laughs> but it's not scary, so it's, you know, it is kind of... It gives him that horror vibe, like some of the horror beats without being scary which i thought was a fun thing to introduce them to even the two-year-old was watching it for a while mm-hmm. so they seemed to enjoy it and i liked how Oh,
1: he's three now three.
0: three right i think i might have watched it when he was two so it was a few Did days you? ago it was a few days ago no it might have been after his birthday he
1: turned three a week ago yeah so yeah i was happy that
0: they appreciated how it was made and all that cool and then the other one we watched was a movie also it was on disney plus it was a kid in king arthur's court
1: which I was kind of mad at you for watching, because, I mean, just the title alone, I'm like, I would be into that movie. And
0: I remember seeing this in, in the theater when it came out, because it's Thomas Ian Nicholas, who was the Rookie of the Year kid, uh, you know, Chicago Cubs pitcher kid, right? And he went on to American Pie and all that. So
1: um, when did this movie come out?
0: 94, 93, yeah, something so like this that.
1: this is an old movie.
0: Yeah, and it's got... Well, so it's funny is that it is, right off the bat, you're looking at the cast list, and you're just like you know the main names are other than thomas d nicholas like i don't know who that is i don't know who that is and then like deep down even though they are main characters here's daniel craig and kate winslet Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh they play pretty big parts in the movie but yeah Um, i
1: realize this is 30 before they were
0: before they were really in anything right um but yeah what a bummer remembering that movie because it's it's pretty dull and not very good um definitely not uh, a memorable movie well, I remember starting it and I was like, looking at I was like, oh, what's the review? What are the reviews on this get? And it was, yeah. they're horrible. And I was like, wait, oh, yeah, I saw it and I thought I was okay. And then I watched it and I was like, No, nah, it's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, you were probably like six when you saw it.
0: I was, eh, I don't know. Whenever I was, no, eight or nine or ten, because I think it came out right around that time. But oh. no, it's, it's not very good. The kids i They thought it was fine, I don't know, I don't think you think they cared for it, so we had, none of us enjoyed that. We enjoyed eating our popcorn, okay, and it was over fast.
1: <laughs> the popcorn was over fast,
0: oh well, we had oh well, no, we had like three bags of popcorn, so that you were taking like a test, and you made a big deal about i can't you oh, were yeah, doing yeah, this yeah. test where you were like,
1: so I'm going to school online, yeah, um through Arizona State University, and they have like an accredited all online program, and their tests their exams mm-hmm. um. This is the first time for me. It's one of my, you know, early classes. You're getting a
0: master's degree in something. It doesn't really matter what, but you're like you have the master. You're. I feel it's important to like say that number one, you have a college degree and you also have a master's degree. Now master's you're just degree, going to get another degree. master's, no, degree. no, another
1: bachelor's degree. Oh, okay, whatever. a bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. Okay, I don't, anyway, whatever. So their test is, um, it's legit, right? Because you got to think like, oh, this is an online school. Like you can definitely cheat. No, I mean. No, it's, it would be difficult. So I have to have like a camera on me. I can I have to do my test on a table. I have to scan the room with the webcam beforehand, like floor to ceiling, my chair above, under. I have to keep the camera on me at any time. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't have any background noise, like background TV sounds, background TV. People talking flags it. If anyone comes into the room, it gets flagged, and you could I could fail immediately. So it's pretty stressful, because during COVID, it's not like I have a chunk of time where, like, the kids are out. Because um, you're not really, like... I mean, you could... The weather was bad, so you couldn't just, like, take the kid, all four of them out. I know, well, something.
0: I could have taken them for a drive, but it was like, ugh, they... None of them like two of them don't like doing that most yeah. of the time. So it's just like they're just gonna complain, and it's gonna be like an hour and a half, and I just don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. So it was. And it was intense. the weather wasn't
0: nice, so you yeah. couldn't really do anything outside. And
1: so yeah. you watched a terrible movie. Yeah.
0: I just it was like, don't go in the don't go near. The, you locked the door, but I was like, don't go
1: in the room. You'll get the thing. I know. At one it. point towards the end, I hear this like. <coughs> well,
0: that's the three-year-old. He and was then I hear you going. Pshh. He, <laughs> he, he doesn't know, but yeah, the way I did it was like, who wants more popcorn? <laughs> So
1: Yeah, and I got another one of those exams. Well, that's
0: how... Oh, really? That's how they get... um, That's how we successfully have taken all four kids to the movie theater before all this was not... We didn't do it very often, but it turns out if you get, like, unlimited popcorn, at least our kids will sit there that whole time and just eat popcorn.
1: You think... And it's it's going to be expensive for you for a few reasons. Yeah, one you're paying for tickets for two adults, but only one of those adults is going to watch some of that movie.
0: Oh yeah, you're because going. I was going in you, a, Frozen two. I missed a half hour because I was just going in and out for for popcorn, popcorn the whole popcorn, time. Popcorn. Just Refilling popcorn, man. That's all I did. And there was like a line because it was other parents going and refilling their Doing, popcorn constantly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: That's how you get kids to be quiet. So yeah, when we watched Shove Frozen 2
0: and it came out on video I was like, "Hey, I don't know this part."
1: Yeah, you're like, "What is this?" Huh, look at that. You that? Filled in the, the story whole a little bit. Or, like, "Olaf died?"
0: Oh yeah, I was like, "What the hell happened to Olaf?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he comes back. It's not a spoiler. Yeah, it's not a spoiler. Um you watched
1: yeah. a couple non kid things though, right?
0: Oh yeah, so I you know after the Five Bloods with Spike Lee, I've been kind of still watching some of those. So I watched two that I had never seen before. Uh, get on the bus, which is about a group of uh, African American men who get on a bus. Get on the bus, right? Got it. From L.A., they don't mostly strangers. They get on a bus from L.A. and they drive across country to the Million Man March, which was in '96 in D.C. And so it is just this uh, movie about uh these guys on a bus and they kind of interact and they they have different lives and different opinions and different uh, political beliefs and and so um it's pretty good it like it starts kind of you know weird because it's just like what is this movie what is this movie yeah. right but mm-hmm. it, it does kind of earn its its time with its characters and it's um committed and it's pretty remarkable because they have like 10 i don't know 10 characters that kind of have full little arcs a little bit and that's pretty impressive for for any movie to do so i thought that was pretty pretty good for a movie i've not not seen of spike lee's and then i watched clockers which is about uh drug dealers Mackay pfeiffer was his uh debut film and he plays like a drug drug dealer on the street and harvey Keitel and john turturro are uh narc you know cops that are kind of trying to bust down the whole ring and they're kind of using him and then there's a a a murder that he decides to take the or his brother takes the fall for Mackay pfeiffer's brother um but you know the cops suspect that it's Mackay pfeiffer and it's just got a, a great cat i mean keith david you know keith david he's great in it for a little bit uh delray lindo who's amazing in The five bloods is really good in it it's not my favorite Spike Lee, but, I mean, it's super watchable and mm-hmm. super pretty good because, I don't know, I, he is, I just, the more and more of the movies I've, that I've not seen that I've been seeing, the more and more I just like Spike Lee as a director, even when I, the movies aren't necessarily considered great or kind of forgotten, like Get mm-hmm. on the Bus is not one that gets mentioned a lot, but it's pretty good, so.
1: Are you less racist now?
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm about 5% less racist. Oh, that's my hope, yeah. 5%,
1: that's pretty good. Getting just there. a couple of movies.
0: Hey, watch more. Learn, Did you have learn. any
1: aha moments where you were like, oh. What What do you mean? I don't know. You're watching movies. Did you have any aha moments where you're like, oh, yeah, that makes me think. Or I didn't know that. Or, hmm.
0: I don't know how to sound.
1: Not racist? So no. So you're only 3% less racist.
0: I don't know how to sound like. No, I don't know how to answer that without making myself sound either like a pretentious asshole oh, or, well, or racist. or our listeners already
1: know you're a pretentious or asshole. racist,
0: <laughs> one of the two, and I don't know. It's okay. No, I feel like I'm kind of. I mean, I, I'm not going to talk politics on here. I just I feel like I'm talking the, about
1: movies. Not politics. I'm on
0: the level of what a lot of what Spike Lee has to say in movies in general. So I mean, it's not. Which is what? That's, I don't, <laughs> just you know, Be there cool. are there are certain there are certain. uh Long-standing inequalities in this country that come out in in numerous ways, um, and we're still wrestling with it. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think movies provide a good opportunity to see someone else's story. I think if you only watch movies with people who look like you and sound like you, and are written and directed by people who look like you and sound like you, you're you're not going to really have that empathy to like see and experience other people's stories.
0: Well, yeah, and I think the last episode we were talking about, uh, I had rewatched or watched maybe the first time in its entirety, Malcolm X, and just how relevant those words are from Malcolm X, how relevant a movie from 92 is now, and, you know, it, how these things just continue to be um, relevant and and necessary discussions that, I don't know, hopefully we we are starting to turn a corner on this. I, I don't know, yeah. hopefully.
1: I mean, individuals <laughs> are society we you are. You know,
0: I, th- I was... Uh, it's all about moving the the middle, right? Like it's all about slightly just kind of moving Shifting. that middle shift, away shift, from shift. A, a negative space when it comes to, to race and inequality. And so we've been that work's been happening, but you know it's just it's slow, slow and frustrating.
1: Well, it's like two steps forward, three steps back.
0: It can be, yeah. So um, anyway,
1: speaking of these films, mm-hmm. we were watching Truth lie truth whatever that show is
0: to tell the truth
1: to tell the truth
0: uh abc show anthony anderson hosts it
1: yeah and every time i vote i'm always like oh i like the show and you're always like "Eh, i don't like the show but you turn it on the other day yeah and uh the the guy the person one of the people contestants was the real
0: the black klansman
1: the real guy from black klansman ron
0: oh man i just can't think of it I was good because I get, I'm i not very good at the show of guessing who's – because there's like three people and only one of them's telling the truth, right? Um, but I, I spotted this guy right away and it's because John David Washington in the movie Black Klansman, he – it's – first of all, I really love that performance, right? But like he's also doing a voice in the mm-hmm. movie a little bit and he, like the guy talked. I was like, that's the guy because yeah. I was like, that's how John David Washington did his voice yeah. in the movie and I was like, that's who it is. That's got to be him. Yeah. And I was right. He
1: kind (laughs) of has a little bit of an odd voice.
0: It's just a little bit... It's just distinct. And and it's actually a really um, great voice to listen to. And that's why I I think it really adds to his performance in the movie. Because it's just kind of... It's an interesting... cadence i guess
1: yeah and at the end of the tv show he showed his card that he still has that he's a member oh, of kkk
0: the... yeah. yeah um yeah so it's good stuff and
1: so if you haven't watched black clans it's a great movie go... the
0: history of it is a little bit you know they they do change some things in the movie For but it's super purposes. like it's really entertaining as a movie but also like the i think the relevant things that were true are are important and interesting so
1: and we talked about that a lot on this podcast i think i mean that is like my favorite movie
0: of that year Oh, was that two years ago now? Yeah. There something you go. like that. We've yep. been doing this podcast a while, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we have Still are. got... Episode 80. We're just
0: collecting those viewers and listeners like crazy, aren't yeah, we?
1: Yeah, thanks for listening, <laughs> people. <laughs> Is that all you've been watching, Tally? I think that's you've it, You've yeah. been a busy boy.
0: Well, I haven't even been really been watching that much, but with the, you know, we watch some of the kids. It's easy to watch. get a few titles when you watch some stuff with the kids, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm just watching some show about magic or something. Nobody cares. I was talking to Lisa the other day, and she's all... Who's oh,
0: Lisa? Your friend? <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: My best friend, Lisa. Okay. And she was all, what have you been watching? And I was like, I don't even want to tell you. You know you've been watching garbage shows when you don't, don't even want to, want to tell to your tell friend your that you want to watch it. Because it's almost like the shows I watch are like worse than like reality TV. Like, if I was like, oh, I'm watching uh, Married at First Sight' or something like that, people are more accepting of that if you're like I'm watching The Order on uh, Netflix
0: like what is <laughs> a lot that? of people are it's trending in their top 10 so you're sure. not the only one sure
1: that's what Netflix tells you so, so you'll don't watch either. it
0: oh we've been watching Holy Moly the greatest show ever made
1: oh man we could just de- you know yeah we let's
0: could- just do a soul sub podcast on Holy Moly
1: whole- Holy
0: no. Moly is a miniature golf competition extreme miniature golf And it is, you didn't want to watch, you thought it was a dumb idea, and it was on last year and you just like basically refused to watch it. I
1: might, I, yeah, it, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's
0: amazing though. And I'll tell you why. It's grown on me. Mini golf is fun, number one.
1: Well, Competition it's fun to shows play, but are is fun. Is it fun to watch? Yes. Yes it is.
0: Yes because they, you know, they add like wipeout type it's things like where they're out meets knocked out of yeah.
1: But that's not the magical... No, it's the commentators,
0: there. it's Rob Riggle, but channeling Fred Willard and Best in Show, just being an incredible uh, commentator and his, his partner is a good straight man and it's just... Oh, it's like yeah. it's a chef's kiss. It's So good. If you
1: love Fred Willard and you love Best in the show, watch Holy Moly. You will enjoy it. And if you're thinking about that as you're watching Rob Riggle, you'll be like, Oh my God. This Rob Riggle is so needs funny.
0: like if I could give him, I don't know. Let's, I think there's a host Emmy. They need to just give him like 15 Emmys. That's I mean, how good he is. He he.
1: I mean, yeah, he was definitely better than Ryan Seacrest this year.
0: Yeah, I, well, I'm not even gonna dog on Ryan. I like Ryan Seacrest. He's fine. Great. I'm just telling you that Rob, Rob Riggle, Riggle is just a champion. And on Holy moly! What
1: was a great comparison is that our kids then turned on The Floor's Lava or something like that on
0: Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix, which is fine, but not which anything. Is, really, you would
1: think is a similar type category of right. show. So we watch that, and you're like, "Well, if this it's had better something. commentators." Right. So it really makes you appreciate Rob Riggle and the other guy.
0: Flora's Lava would be amazing if you just brought in Rob Riggle. So if Holy Moly gets canceled, Netflix, just send Rob uh, Riggle over. Yeah, send him over.
1: Send him over. It's All great. right, well, that's been a half hour of what we've been watching. <laughs> It's summer vacation, guys. And yet,
0: we're going to talk about a movie that, like, I mean, you could spend the length of the movie talking about it because every individual scene of One Crazy Summer is insane. There is nothing not insane about One Crazy Summer.
1: So if you are listening to this podcast for the actual movie, we do have listeners who just love to hear us just banter back and forth. (laughs) And then they just tune out after we start talking about the movie. But um, if you're here to listen to One Crazy Summer, that means... You actually remember watching it because you you likely have not seen it in the last 25 years because it is unavailable.
0: A lot of people don't know this movie. <coughs> Excuse oh. me. they don't know it. they It is a movie that I re, I, I mentioned to people and they don't know what it is. They're it's correct. made by the same director and starring John Cusack as Better Off Dead. Which is a movie that everybody knows. They know mm-hmm. that movie, and this movie came out right after that.
1: I don't know that movie.
0: Well, okay, but a lot of people from you know the like eighties comedy and that specific period do know that movie, mm-hmm. right? But they don't know this one, and in part because it's not
1: a John Hughes movie.
0: It's not. Read, neither is Better After <laughs> Dead. But um, no, but
1: say anything. Is that a John Hughes movie? No,
0: that's C- Cameron or C- C- uh, Amy Hickory... That's you know. Well, that's well, it's a that's a whole different. That's what league. Think That's a good of movie. That's a good movie. About young Cusack. That's a good movie. Um, one Crazy Summer, I think I wanted to do this. I've been wanting to do this episode for, like, since the beginning of, like, so we've done this podcast about for, like, two summers-ish, right? Mm-hmm. And previously, it's not easy to find on DVD or VHS. It's either, it's out of print in both cases. You have to spend a, quite a bit of money... To obtain a copy, which I'm never willing to do because I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. But uh, before
1: Tyler continues, if you have a copy and you're like, yeah, I love these guys so much, I want to send it to them. Email us, yeah, at oldmillennialsremember@gmail.com, and uh, we'll we'll send you a place to send that. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll take a VHS or a DVD or um, a DVD. Um, and so then we're like, fine. We'll rent it digitally, right? Mm-hmm. It was not available to rent digitally like last year when I was looking into this, or the year before that. It just was not on Amazon or iTunes or anywhere to rent. Yeah. This summer, I just did a random look again, and here, there it is for two ninety nine on Amazon. So, yeah. and it's apparently on Stars or something right now, which sure, right. But finally, I was like, fine. We're going to have to rent it on the digital. And then, of course, when we rented it for the first half hour, we couldn't figure out why the sound was off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the sound was totally off.
0: It was like a it's, second behind.
1: It, it's not that we were doing anything wrong. No. The sound was off. The
0: feed, I don't know. We were watching it on a, a busy bandwidth day. I don't know how the internet works.
1: Uh, everyone's home, so everyone's broadband is off sure. right now.
0: So, um, yeah, that was comical. It's like this would never happen with my DVD copy or my VHS copy, but... Um,
1: it's so weird when the sound's off.
0: One crazy summer should we do some high staff um, before we do well, what first, we remember?
1: What do you re- let's do what you remember. Okay. Um I'll go first. Okay. What do you remember? This is where we sit down before the movie and we write what we remember about it. It's kind of in the title what do you remember. Yeah, it's um, we
0: we're real literal around here.
1: So, I wrote nothing. <laughs> I love John Cusack, but I don't think this showed up in our family viewing history. I was 3 when it came out. So, that's it.
0: Yep i wrote john cusack goes on summer vacation to a lake or beachside resort town it's nantucket um he's a cartoonist and he falls for demi moore and bobcat Goldthwaite is there and there are some preppy assholes and then there's a sailboat race and then and they paint the sailboat all awesome and beat those preppy assholes my brother used to watch this movie a bunch i think he taped it off tv then later in high school i remember watching it on hbo or something i haven't since seen it since then And it's not an easy movie to find
1: True that. So okay. you you um definitely hit the big plot points there. But right before we get into it, high stats. Okay,
0: but I do have more about what I remember. Can I have an update on on what I? Well,
1: what do you? Re- what's more about what you remember?
0: Well, okay. So my memory of this is I watched it a lot, and I my memory was because my parents had like a little like not a great sailboat. It was, like, used. It wasn't great.
1: So I remember the sailboat. I met you when we were 18. Yeah. It was parked next to your parents' oh, house. Oh, yeah. It- and it was stayed there for about... 20 years. 16, 17 years. Someone...
0: They finally got rid of it. Or no. someone... No. Your
1: mom moved it to, to the lake. Oh, Did she sell it or has it
0: sunk? I don't know what happened to it now. It was gone. So someone did buy it. And or the yeah someone did bought someone bought oh, that's it that's right that's right and then like two months later it like returned <laughs>
1: that's right like, and I, I never got I the full that. story of
0: what happened there I don't know how someone buys a boat. Like for nominal, not very much. I just it was someone, like five hundred bucks. They went up to her. They said, "Hey, is that boat for sale?" And she's like, "Yeah, whatever you want to do, just get it out of here." Sure. They got it out of there. Living in I don't for know who this years. person was. It's hard to get these stories out of my mom sometimes. But um, like two months later, so it's gone, and it's just like this. You'd go to her house. It's like, oh my god, the, there's no boat here.
1: But pause. Okay. I'm a little fuzzy on this memory uh-huh. because somewhere in there, your mom also bought like this camper trailer. Right. Or RV or whatever you want to call yes, it. Yes, she did. So where does that fit? Cause it was parked in the same spot.
0: Okay, after. Okay. But, so then it like reappeared. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know, the person just decided they weren't, they didn't want to keep it. They and were maybe like, it was oh, someone in the racoons. neighborhood and they moved it and then they just decided to move back. I don't know. But then yes, she ended up buying after she moved it to the lake or whatever it actually
1: put in the water in to our surprise it did not sink
0: i'm shocked um but then she bought like a junkie like breaking bad trailer and parked it right next to where that oh, sailboat okay. was yes
1: that is a great description yeah
0: and it's uh yeah it just sat there longer and
1: uh that trailer it held it held bikes tyler
0: it held bikes and then those About
1: 15 bi- bikes and then those the
0: bikes lake. got transferred over to my house for some reason yes and, uh, the trailer is now gone, cause she now doesn't live at that house, but, um,
1: yeah. Good times, that's your sailboat. Story. So, no, <laughs>
0: but anyway, we had, like, a boat, and so, I did not care about the boat, I, I was little, I don't care, right? But I felt like my brother was really, like, into it. He was really into, like, the fact he, that we had a boat. Obviously and, he was. So then my memory is that, okay, he really liked this movie, mm-hmm. he watched it all the time, it mm-hmm. is not appropriate for an age, uh, the age, oh, go- I mean, it was out, I mean, it was on it was 86, but then whatever they got it on VHS might have been a few years later or whatever. But my memory is that he would watch it all the time, and I would – because the last 20 minutes or so is about this boat race, right? Mm-hmm. A sailboat race, a regatta. And so that's, regatta. that's the memory of it. And then, of course, like when it was on HBO later, I was just like, yeah, I remember this movie, and I knew it so well that it's just one of those things. It's like Saved by the Bell, like our fellow other podcast – it doesn't matter what it is, even if it's good, bad, whatever. If you have it in your head that you watched it a lot, you can continue just being able to watch it a lot and be yeah, totally fine with that, it.
1: The brain is weird like that.
0: You're just like, this is comfortable. I I'm, I, I can live in this world, even though it is the most <laughs> insane world. I can live in it and I'm okay, right? Yes. Um, so that was the memory I had. Um. So then I decided I did a little bit of research before we did this episode. I called my brother. Yeah. He lives in a different state. I said, hey, you remember this movie? He's like, yeah, I remember that movie. I was like, what do you remember about it? I remember you watching it all the time. I was like, no, you watched it all the time. Said, I don't know he, why. He said you watched yeah, it? Yeah, he's well? like, I don't know why you liked it, but yeah, you always had that on. I was like, well, no, because you liked it. He's like, I don't, I mean, I saw it. I was like, I know that movie really well. And then he proceeded to tell me, a lengthy, not a lengthy joke, but a full joke of Bobcat Goldthwait from the movie. Yeah. It says that he still shares it with people. Yeah,
1: he liked the so movie. So he
0: liked it. That's what I'm saying. But he was just like, I don't know. I might. He's like, I might have taped it off TV for you, but I, I didn't watch it with well, you. He I think was, he, I think he's a liar.
1: Yeah, he I was think a he, young teenager who was too cool to like things. So. I,
0: think, I think he was lying. I, I don't know. It's been a long time. So maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: It was probably one of those situations where it's like, he's at home. He's in charge of babysitting you because he's, like, eight years older than you. Right. And he's like, what movies are, like, I enjoy that Tyler can watch that's not Ninja Turtles? Okay,
0: but that's the thing. And that's the this is where the story falls apart. Yeah. The movie is not appropriate for a little kid. I
1: know, but neither <laughs> is Bob Burgers. And yet, we watch that with our
0: kids. We do, but, like... It
1: is rated PG. PG.
0: Well, yeah, but that was the when PG didn't mean what PG means now. <laughs> it just didn't. We didn't have a lot of PG. I that might. I tell me when Temple of Doom came out. That's when PG thirteen came out. So okay. it was like maybe there was PG thirteen at eighty six. I can't quite remember when it was. But clearly Temple you of liked Doom.
1: it, so it was okay.
0: Well, yes, I'm just saying it was that like, like
1: well, there's some dudes in a boat race. It's but cool. like, there's
0: no way that like my I, my well, my parents are pretty inattentive when I came to yeah, what they I were watched. Very inattentive. They were just like, <laughs> well, like, it seems misery. fine. <laughs> Well they 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 regret maybe that one but I mean a sort short of like graphic violence I don't think they really cared no. what I watched no cuz there's like swearing and all this other nonsense going on but but anyway regardless it's a weird thing where I know this movie left like the whole, like really well and If I ever bring it up with anybody, like, what the hell are you talking about? Including you.
1: Yeah, you always talk about it, and I always have felt like I should know what it is, so you've always shamed me about it. It
0: feels like, like, it does feel like a John, like, it's on the level of those John Hughes movies, because I saw it just as much as I saw Ferris Bueller, you know? Every
1: time you bring it up, and I'm like, what movie? You're like, ugh!
0: And let's be clear, I mean, this is not what you would call a quote-unquote good
1: movie. (laughs) Um, I will agree with that. So Um, let's jump into some high stats. Okay. One crazy summer, as you heard in the trailer 40 minutes ago, (laughs) uh, came out on August 8th, 1986. I was three years old. Yep. You were four.
0: Wait, why were you? uh, Why was I? I was born in 83. So you were younger? That's not right.
1: Oh, whoops. I was three. You were two years old? I don't know. Yeah, I was two.
0: That doesn't mean anything. I love Ghostbusters. That came out the year of my birth. I still watched it like crazy. The
1: year of my birth. That's Eh. a funny way of saying that. Yes. It clocks in at an hour and 33 minutes. (laughs) Yep. It's written and directed by Savage Steve Holland. His
0: name is Savage Steve, which is uh, amazing. He made Better Off uh, Dead.
1: Stars John Cusack, Demi Moore, Linda Warren.
0: Mm Mm-hmm more people we'll Joel talk Murray talk about
1: Green, yep bobcat goldthwaite yep some other people
0: which you were not which is okay there's several there's several things to talk about first of all savage steve was also i think you told me when we were watching the movie that he he has an animation background and actually oh, did yeah. more animation after this but he's responsible for like the little whammies on press your luck the yep. original press your luck yeah he used to animate those yep
1: That was like his one of his first jobs. And
0: sure enough, this movie has animation in it and it's And it's it's the worst part of the movie. Like
1: I bet your memory didn't include
0: no, I do, and I remember it, and it was maybe a reason why I thought I liked it, and it maybe my parents were tricked by it being like oh, a kid they're like, movie. Oh,
1: it's got cartoon in it. it's like Space Jam, but
0: it's like this goofy, weird, violent. Uh, it's it's terrible. And, and it, the boobs movie and... the movie opens with it. It's like because John Cusack's playing a guy who's an aspiring artist, and Even he's trying he to just get into
1: graduated from high school. Yeah, oh, it and doesn't they, make sense. Look, at all. they
0: rush over all of this. Like we are getting to this Nantucket place so fast in the movie that all the setup is just like rapid fire. I we mean, missed some of it when we were trying to catch up with the. The, the sound being off.
1: You do attend his high school graduation. Briefly. Which, which <laughs> kicks off with a really fun joke of, hey, son, I, I washed your graduation gown and cap because, you know, those are rentals, so, like, you don't know who's worn it. And then cut to he's sitting in the... With his classmates, you don't. You're looking at me like you don't remember. This is not
0: a part of the movie that I, I only remember and, when this movie gets to Nantucket.
1: His gown is shrunk, so it's only like halfway, and then hit, so and then many the gags. cap. The cap is small, <laughs> yeah. so look like even. So you're telling me that washing a cap with a cardboard top also perfectly shrinks the cardboard down to a small square. I I call BS on you. Okay,
0: so this is the other thing I want to maybe bring up right now. is That while I because earlier I said I know the movie really well. I know the movie really well about at the point when they get to Nantucket which suggests to me that when we taped it off TV we might have missed the first 10 minutes <laughs> typical
1: <Tipful, laughs> yeah. of VHS's recordings in the early 90s late 80s
0: but the first because the first I mean the first part of the movie is just as strange as the rest of it it's well, so strange you
1: know, I don't understand why so many people um, haven't heard of this movie because it cost them 3 million to make it and they gross 13 million dollars
0: <laughs> it was a modest uh, return on their money. that's pretty good 13
1: million that's so bad well, in the
0: 80s, that's not that bad.
1: That's so bad. It's not that bad. The only. That's so bad. It's not that bad. They For this kind made of movie? 10 million on a $3 million dollar budget, that's fine. What did the. They people turned get a profit.
0: Paid? They turned a profit on this movie. Who? The studio. Yeah. They did. They absolutely that had to have made money.
1: What's his name get? Ugh. Cusack? Bobcat.
0: <laughs> okay, that's so that's another thing of this movie, which, I mean, he takes a little while to get in the movie, but you are not familiar with Bobcat Goldthwait, which is weird because you've seen Scrooge, and he's in that, and he's yeah, doing the same voice, and you've seen all he's that. He's so still
1: minor in that, though. It's not like a thing. It's just like a what?
0: Oh, he's pretty uh, front and center in one crazy summer. It's a showcase role, and you didn't watch uh, Larry Sanders, which he nope. was kind of like—he wasn't a main character, but he was kind of relevant at the time. Let me
1: be clear: I don't really enjoy um, other than
0: malarkey, nonsense. Other
1: than like, <laughs> other than like a Jim Carrey. Uh-huh. I don't. I do not really love a bunch of. Um, loud physical comedy malarkey malarkey
0: you don't like malarkey
1: also if it seems like the character is based on someone who's like has special needs it's like it, this person doesn't exist in real life so it, it's like it feels like you're making a combination so you've
0: never seen bobcat if this person exists in real life it's called his name is bobcat goldwaite
1: i don't like it oh. i almost find it offensive
0: he's he's now a fairly pr- kind of a low budget uh fairly well respected director so there you go
1: yeah i feel like it's, it's oh, am i supposed to laugh is he playing someone who yeah like, he's
0: supposed to be like your your comic big comic relief what in the movie? is wrong with him <laughs> I don't and what's know. wrong
1: with his brother in the movie too because they both I, clearly have
0: I, I don't know they're both what's not, wrong what if something's wrong with him are you happy that they are treated normally with their group of friends uh
1: that's a good question and I would say yes, except that they're used in the movie to laugh at, and I don't know
0: because they're funny, not because of their, they're not because no, they're, they're funny
1: because not... he, he, because of his tics and the way he talks. He's back. crazy. He's his wild. Weird speech. He's is... a guy you want
0: to be around.
1: He mm, mm, he's
0: lovable. I don't. You know what? Like you it. never know what he's going to do. I don't like he's it. He's out of control. I love it.
1: it. I don't like it. Well, we're has, not even... I mean, there's just
0: so many weird things. that. So the mm. the names in the movie, I think, oh, are yeah. important to Let's reference. Let's go through some names. Because we have uh, John Cusack's character.
1: Who plays Hoops McCann.
0: Because he his dad is a well-regarded or something basketball player. And so they named him Hoops. Uh, he himself, not great at basketball.
1: Mm-hmm. Then we have his friend, George Calamari.
0: George Calamari, his sister.
1: Squid Calamari. The little girl with
0: red hair. Uh, the dog is... I can't remember, but it's a dog Bosco. that has a... Bosco. has a cone on its head the whole time. Uh, D- Egg
1: Stork is Bobcat.
0: Bobcat. The other brother is another Stork brother.
1: Clay Stork. Clay and Egg Stork. Then we get Ak-Ak Raymond.
0: Ak-Ak Raymond. Raymond. He's one of their friends. He is uh, <laughs> he's in a lot of things. He looks about 30... I think you told me you thought he was like maybe 35 when the movie came out.
1: I gotta look it up again. So what did... This movie came out in what year? Eighty
0: six. Yeah, let me. Akak, he is the. I remember him from. He's the principal on New Girl, like for whatever that arc was when Zoe Deschanel was. He the was teacher. born in
1: fifty three.
0: That can't be right. <laughs>
1: he was born in age fifty three in Detroit, Michigan. Um, known for Risk of Business, Better Off Dead, Revenge of the Nerds. Also, yeah, he's in he a lot of played stuff. a recurring character on Supernatural a couple seasons. Sure. Ago. That's yeah, her. I remember I her from, from New Girl,
0: <laughs> but, uh but yeah. So it, he's
1: paying a thirty. So he's thirty three. What's funny is that his like d- he has a dad in the movie. I gotta look. And the like, dad is
0: from uh, <laughs> dad. The dad is the guy on Happy Gilmore who is on the course. Yes. Shooter McGavin hires him, and he goes, "Yeah, I bet you can't make this putt, you jackass." That guy. Yes. So that's that guy. That's yes. who I remember him from. And then okay, we didn't mention that George Calamari is a Murray. he's like the y- a younger brother of Bill Murray yep not, not he's got the like other nine brothers, he does so, a,
1: yeah
0: a few of them are work are, are, you know actors and stuff like that so he is uh, one of the comic well I don't know if he's a comic relief I don't know what's going on with this character. He drives a dumpy car that's a comic gag. The dog is a gag because he's wearing a cone, but the, the little girl is always fighting people off so because what, they're making fun of the dog. why
1: don't you share just the general premise?
0: <laughs> the premise is, George Calamari, they live, or they go to the summer on Nantucket. Uh, so they said, hey, hoops, why don't you just come out for the summer? And so they go. Because
1: you've got to do this cartoon thing. you got to get away. He's got to write
0: reason. about something. He's thinking he's going to write about love, but he doesn't know how to write about love because he's never experienced it. And so he's trying to make this cartoon about it, whatever.
1: Um, P.S. Mm-hmm. The dad of um, the guy we were just talking about. Mm-hmm is just 12 years older
0: than him oh okay well that's there you a good go. father son but a lot of weird names the calamari family is being Mostly the uh Matt. you know there's cookie uh the girl <laughs> the hot blonde the lady is is named cookie cookie, Campbell. the bat the douchebag preppy asshole villain is uh another weird name um <laughs> there's jeremy piven is playing a real asshole with a real asshole name of tyler
1: Yeah. Yep. He's an asshole preppy. He's called Ty.
0: Ty. They call him Ty, which is just frustrating. I don't like the name Ty unless it's like
1: a close relative. Teddy.
0: Teddy. That's right. Um, There's someone
1: named Stain. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all of them are just weird names um
1: demi moore plays cassandra eldridge
0: okay and so this is the part of the movie i don't remember because they encounter her on the way to the ferry, mm-hmm. and she's got money because she's trying to save that's the main arc she's got to try to save her grandpa's house on nantucket and the bad developer wants to run it over and get rid of the house and
1: put in a crab pot
0: Uh, Lobster place Because the guy's murderous Against lobsters The whole movie There's so many weird things In this But anyway She gets in trouble With this biker gang Mm -hmm. Led by this guy In a purple wig Which is just a weird Mm -hmm. Thing And they have this whole Like little car chase Where they jump Like they go up a ramp And they jump onto the ferry And the motorcycle This is all stuff That's just insane This happened There's so much that happens In the first ten minutes Of this movie It's such a crazy summer It's crazy summer But I mean It's right off the bat
1: Tyler What in your life This is Tea Time with Tyler. Welcome to Tea Time with Tyler, where I refill my tea, and I ask Tyler a random question that pops into my head. Okay. While I'm refilling my tea, Tyler, tell us about the craziest thing that happened to you in a summer that could be in this movie.
0: Wait, what? Are you thinking of something? Nope. (laughs) Good luck. I don't know. I don't think I've had anything crazy happen to me. I worked at a snow cone shack for a few weeks. Does that count?
1: No. (laughs) Try again.
0: I I got sprayed with poop.
1: Yeah, that could be in this movie. <laughs> Tell us about
0: it. I worked at a marina, and part of the job was you'd have to go. The big, the bigger boats would come out.
1: See, this is a boat story. This could definitely oh. be in this movie.
0: Yeah, so you you, you fill up. You know, you're a, a attendant at the store, the dock. So that's what I did for a couple summers in, uh senior year of high school, and then that year after college. Um, and I. You know, you pump gas into the, the thing. You run the store. But also on these larger boats, there's uh, toilets. Mm-hmm. And you got a little thing called a pump-out. It's mm-hmm. like a little suction thing, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you have to, like, spray it hook out. Hook it on. You hook it on a little thing. You suck out the, and you suck the, the thing. turds. The problem is, for whatever reason, uh, we didn't have the right hookup or something for some reason. I don't know why. So we had, like, a suction one that works fine most of the time as long as you get it in there, right? Well, this one time... I was there first, like, I had the first shift, so I was by myself, and I had to handle this. And listen, I mean, if you ever talk about, like, not liking the 1%. (laughs)
1: That's what this movie's about, right? Right. The character is
0: these people some of the biggest assholes I've ever met in my life are people that have very large boats and they come in they wanted to come in for their fucking free coffee at <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning they can't they're afford free. they can't they're afford free, fucking coffee they're
1: free Boyd's or Folgers. Boyd's
0: shitty fucking coffee is just so shitty and they just stand there waiting at 7.55 with their fucking coffee mug and they'd be like oh, you got coffee made yet I'm like you you are seeing me walk from my car and get in here buddy like <laughs> no I have not made your free fucking coffee <laughs> Right? So that's the first thing you deal with. Fuck when you open. It was fucking bullshit. That's, I swear all the time to talk about that. But anyway, the other half of the time, if you get there early, it'd be some giant ass boat who wanted to get there and get their gut. Cause it takes a while to get your gas in the, I mean, you sit there and it wasn't like a big marina there's only like two spots. So some people would show up right at the eight o'clock and you'd have to deal with it. And this one came in and hey, god damn it, for whatever reason, the, the suction thing.
1: The poop sucker.
0: Didn't do its job and it like exploded on me and it was just like i was covered and poo covered in shit and it was uh horrible (laughs) and it it was i mean it takes so long to get some of that stuff done like my next person who is a second shift came and i was just like well i'm I'm fucking out today like i'm just i'm going home it's not happening right did you
1: get any of the poo in your eye
0: i don't know i yeah i mean i was wearing sunglasses okay some you protection, know protection
1: eye protection but
0: it was hor- like it was horrible and it was Blech. like How early in the season awful <laughs> and it was early in the season so the water was really cold and so I didn't like just I should have maybe just jumped in yeah but I, I instead I kind of just like used, used you know tried to get it clean in the bathroom and stuff like that but I went home and then I got like I don't know if it was related or not probably was but I got fucking like a horrible stomach bug for like 3 I didn't go back to work for like 2 weeks I did go back to that job but um <laughs> When I did, I told I told my boss, who later went to jail, which is another funny story. But uh <laughs> seemed like a nice for guy.
1: Another tea time. Seemed like a
0: nice guy, but he went to jail. Um, for oh, fuck, for a whole bunch of things. Um,
1: a- ale- for allegedly no, allegedly.
0: Well, I mean, he was convicted, yeah. but it was for, for things related to the uh, anyway. It's
1: a little embezzlement. <laughs> so,
0: seemed like a nice guy. Um. But I told him. He nice was to you. He was. And, yeah. uh, yeah, nice guy to me. I don't yeah. know. I have nothing bad to say about him. Yeah. Um, but I, t- I say, he's like, you know, he was, he wasn't working that day. He was really supportive. He's like, look, take as much time as you need. Like, <laughs> fuck, that sucks. I think he's, it's happened to him a little bit, not to the extent that happened to me before. And they, by the way, they fixed the, the we got and, a better system and right and after
1: Dubs, that. You've been a germaphobe before that.
0: I was. And I'm, yeah, it didn't help. But anyway, I said like, yeah, okay. Number one, I'm not fucking opening on my. I'm not gonna be here by myself in the morning. I'm not doing that. And then the other, there's other people that work. You know, a couple older guys, and uh, I was the youngest one there. <laughs> we had a couple younger people, but I told them I was like, I'm not doing the pump out thing. Like, I'll I'll be in the store. I'll put gas in that thing, but I'm not touching that thing. And then I was like, well, I was like, we're gonna take your. T- you know, well, that's where you get the tips from. I was like, no, motherfucker, you listen. It was like a six year old guy who was giving me shit about this. He's like six-year-old? a sixty year old guy about oh, Dick. like not Dick, no Dick. Oh. Dick was an awesome guy. And this oh, the other other guy,
1: guy. Who what was that guy's name? I don't know. I don't he know He was an asshole because he was just him, like, yeah. Well if you're not gonna
0: do any pumples, you're not getting any tips. And I was like, Hey asshole, you don't know how to work the the fucking cash register. I always have to come help you with that. So you know what? We're gonna split tips around here. <laughs> Either figure out the technology or shut your mouth, you know what I mean? Um anyway, one crazy summer. <laughs> so-
1: in your story, which character is you? None of them work in this movie.
0: No, no one has, has a job. job. Which is oh, weird. No, no, no. Well, Bobcat
1: the, does. Yeah, the Stork Brothers I think are you're watching. Bobcat.
0: Oh, that's the other thing going on in this place. I am. I'm definitely I think Bobcat. You're
1: Bobcat.
0: One, because one, you know, you're right. Because one time, a kid was walking down the dock, and I had a kite, and I said, "Here you go, kid." And the kid just no, flew kid. away. Not
1: kid, like toddler. a toddler. Toddler. The toddler the just difference.
0: flew away. That's a scene in this movie. Yeah. Um, it
1: This movie is kind of like a a cartoon with real people.
0: The Stork Brothers are working on the. They're like watching like the, the the costumes for this like Jaws ripoff at the dock. There, it's like a murderous dolphin thing, which comes into play later in the movie.
1: They're watching the costumes?
0: That's where he gets the Godzilla costume from and ends up rummaging around oh, the... Oh,
1: they work security. So they've got a couple different jobs, yeah. the brothers. Oh,
0: and they're... Yeah, well, they, they got all sorts security,
1: of jobs. They do car mechanic stuff. They right. Do, they do boat fixing up stuff. So
0: they're working. And the calamaris, they've got enough money. They're not doing anything. I don't know no, what Hoops the, is doing. But the
1: grandma mm-hmm. that cute that Cusack's staying with... Right. There's a scene where they have dinner The couple of the friends. So there's like six friends having dinner. And then the grandma who cooked the dinner for him Brings out a check, as in like, as in like a bill.
0: Yeah, she charges them for for eating there. Fifteen dollars. Yep, which is you know funny gag. Har har. Is it though? No, I don't know. It's weird. Fun fact though, this is the third movie of the, the old millennials uh, podcast that we've done featuring Billy Bird.
1: Yeah, she's great.
0: She has a brief scene uh, in Home Alone, and yeah. uh, alongside this other man, who they both appear again alongside each other in Dennis the Menace as patrons yep. of the flower society correct she's not with her uh on-screen husband in this movie she is just running the sadly the billy
1: bird did pass away um in 2002 yep. at the age of 94
0: oh good for her she, she really was uh great she really um she really went there um you know she really she got the work done and she went up to 94 that's pretty good um So, Demi Moore is in the movie. She's the only, like, normal person in this entire island, it seems like, right? Because we also have an uncle. George's uncle is also just waiting in a radio in his room, (sighs) waiting for a million dollar you got to call in to win a million dollars. every
1: summer there's a local radio show that puts on, like, a listen, and if you Mm -hmm. call in and you have the right answer, we'll give you a million dollars. Right. So he listens entire summer long, twenty four seven every summer, and he's crazy.
0: Oh, he's definitely crazy. And but there's the payoff at the end of the movie, of course.
1: But is there a payoff? <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a whole.
0: Are you kidding me? It's a what? What other payoff would there be that a bazooka gets shot at a oh, radio station? Oh, I forgot station? about the bazooka. Well, yeah, because the Akat character and his dad, they are they just have massive weaponry just available at all times, the bazookas, all sorts of stuff. It's pretty. Insane. This yep. movie has so many insane things. You couldn't even. I just encourage people to just watch it. It's worth three dollars just to be like, what? Two
1: ninety nine. They've
0: met. Ma- like, how did they throw all this into one movie? It's just impossible. With the exception of every now and again, there's a random scene where John Cusack and Demi Moore attempt to have just kind of a normal conversation about their lives, and it's it's all very odd because it's just like this movie is not about this. It's not not that the scenes are bad. It's just like they don't feel like they've even matched the rest of the movie. It's like a grounding moment, but yeah. It's kind of like how in The Great Outdoors, you got all the antics with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd, and then every now and again it would just cut to, like, that teenage boy at the carnival with the girl. And, and that's you're like,
1: what is it's this? Like, what the fuck? This is not the movie
0: that I, I don't watched. I
1: remember this crap. What the fuck are
0: these guys doing, right? Yes. Um, so that's kind of what it is, only, you know, at least it's John Cusack, at least it's Demi Moore. They're pretty people, and, you know, they're good actors, so it, it works fine. Um, God, there's just so many things. There's a repeat gag of, like, George... Getting stuck in the sand and then like a big giant guy sitting on the lawn chair. So like
1: you know when you're at the beach and you like bury yourself. Yeah. So he's buried himself up to his neck mm-hmm. in one scene. And then he's under like a lawn chair. Mm-hmm. Like the old eighties, nineties lawn chairs, the quilted one. You and then know, they, they you know, they the plastic, sat down you know, they when sink you sink down so there's right. this scene where there's really Overweight man. Sits Comically on it.
0: overweight looking.
1: And what's kind of disturbing is that the sh- the view they give you is right at the ground level. You're looking right into this man's crotch. Definitely. And it's just, it's like a, it's very realistic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and it's very chubby legs. Uh, they're hairy. They've got chafing. It was good casting. Got they got
0: a guy that, you know, you wouldn't want to be under. And he had a, he has a giant can, like a comical 10. Oh. 10 pound can of like chili that he's eating out yes. of yes
1: so you know ha 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 but then then, then they cut to like the ambulance being called. right so
0: he's they they cut it's like it's already happened like where he's already been suffocated and he's not breathing they've pulled him out of the sand and now the the two ambulance guys the paramedics no come sense. in and then they're like fighting over who's going to give him mouth to mouth because they don't want to do mouth because you know we little gay panic a little gay bit gay
1: panic
0: um for sure. Right. But they do this gag twice. twice. <laughs> like, it happens twice in the movie. Like, they do it again. I bet
1: you thought this was hilarious when you were eight.
0: I, I don't know. I I think I just like the boat stuff at the end, but, uh, and Bobcat, Goldthwait. I think
1: you were like, oh, Dammy, you're so hot.
0: She does look pretty good I mean, in the movie. I mean, you always
1: sort of had a thing for, like, granola Oh,
0: she's got, girls. like, a granola vibe in this movie, which I'm digging. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's, I like all that going on here.
1: But, like, she has this house that's, like, her grandma's house?
0: Yeah, and, like, the, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, I don't know. I mean, I was distracted for some of this movie, but. It's
0: so easy to get distracted with the plot because it's just something insane always happening. So you're just like, wait, what am I supposed to be caring about right now? Because this yeah. other supervillain guy is uh killing, you know, just enjoying killing these, uh, lobsters but they're really into the regatta because there's another older like the grandpa is really the money and if they lose the regatta then this whole real estate deal and is apparently off
1: Regatta is a fancy word for boat race it, it is <laughs> it's the regatta it's
0: the regatta it's the uh uh oh god what's the Brothers thing where they go to
1: the it's a- Frickin Catalina! It's the Catalina uh,
0: wine mixer. The Catalina wine mixer—that's what it reminds me of. Um,
1: <laughs> me too. I was totally. It's thinking the
0: Catalina that. Adam Scott with that uh, Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> um,
1: Love
0: it. So then there's this character named. So the bad guy is dating Cookie, but Cookie's kind of into John Cusack. So they go to the the drive-in, right? <laughs> I mean, and this is the. So I wanted to mention the drive-in because, like. I'm pretty sure this is the only reason I know the let's all go to the lobby, let's all go to the like that. They play that at the beginning of this movie, and he's trying to avoid getting popcorn. And by the way, Cookie, like, in an effort to get into John Cusack's pants, because John Cusack clearly is into Demi Moore, he doesn't want to go on this date. And he gets this giant comical bag of popcorn to put between them so she stops, like, trying to hit on him. Mm-hmm. Well, like, cut to she's eating the entire bag of popcorn mm-hmm. just so she can try to mack on John Cusack, right? Oh, my gosh. Um, so then, like, this movie, there's so much effort. Like, because they make, like, a fake chainsaw, like, massacre movie to air. So there's clips of that playing. And they keep intercutting it with John Cusack being scared of seeing the the bullies show up. And then but, Bobcat Goldthwaite gets stuck in a Godzilla costume and starts running around all over the place and he, he ruins the, the real estate deal which conveniently has an, uh, the banker is a, an Asian man. And so, you know, of course, that's gotta be the reference that they try to make that this yep. guy is recognizing that it's Godzilla breaking up a tiny, uh, thing. And what's weird is that the, the banker,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he, he continues to like work with this real estate guy, the bad guy um despite the fact that after this other person comes in and destroys his model and the asian banker decides to laugh or something the villain decides to literally choke him yeah. he's choking him
1: I mean, how was- do you
0: maintain a working relationship of that? Because he, the banker ends up selling grandma, the, the grandma's property before they, like, before the deadline, first of all, which makes yep. no sense. So they, he's like, well, I thought we had till today. He's like, oh yeah, I mean, you did, but I sold it anyway, like, yesterday.
1: Yeah, they didn't foreclose on it, so the bank didn't own it. They sold the bank loan, which banks can do.
0: That's insane. But I would think that that
1: even if they sell your loan, and I'm not a financial person, Mm -hmm. but I think if they sell your loan, the terms of your loan would either stay the same or have to be agreed upon. I would think if
0: you choked the banker, that the deal would be off.
1: I mean, that talk about a toxic working environment. He
0: choked him for a visual gag. I don't understand. How could you work with someone after they've actually choked you? I
1: mean, that's racism in America, Tyler.
0: I guess. I mean,
1: minorities have to put up with a lot of stuff.
0: Um. And then, there I mean, there's just – there's so much because after that, like, there's kids who are, like, hunting for something on the beach and they – like, they chase after Cusack and Cookie in the dark, and...
1: Oh, that well, that's... What's his name? The 33 year old father. dad. And this it's is like when Ak-ak's,
0: Akak's not wanting to go to military school or whatever, and so he gets disowned by his dad, and this is the subplot for him, but told through this guise of him, like, teaching these kids to go hunt people in the night. Yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's like a... It's like a Cub Scout group that's really, like, a militarized Cub Scout group.
0: Um... By the way, the joke that my brother tells me, uh, or that he remembers is, um, he's at the re- mechanic shop. This is where they work, right? And he's- One of their jobs. He's telling one of the, 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 the which, is it Akak? Uh, like- it Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's like, oh yeah, I was this little kid that, uh, you know, used to pick on me and- Bobcat telling blah. the story. And, you know, he's doing his voice and he's just like, hey, you know, I was just, you know, I was a little fat kid and I just, you know, or there's this little fat kid that we would pick on and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and the guy's like, that story was you. And he's like, no, but I beat the shit out of that kid a bunch. So my brother apparently. You
1: just like messed that joke up so bad though. I
0: did. Well, I can't. Okay. I don't remember the joke like my brother does. This is why I know that he knows this movie better than I do. Because <laughs> he says he tells that joke to people.
1: Of course he does.
0: Because he thinks that's a funny. I mean, it is kind of a funny joke. I didn't tell it well.
1: You didn't. So <laughs> it's if you haven't seen the movie, it's the joke well, is lost. Okay, fine.
0: It. Here's Angela explains it all. Why don't you tell the joke?
1: Well, you just did.
0: I thought. Oh, I thought I, did, I messed up the joke.
1: I don't remember the joke. I remember watching <laughs> it, but I don't remember the joke. I can okay. Google it for you. No, if I, don't, like,
0: I don't care. Um, One
1: crazy summer fat kid joke.
0: <laughs> that might bring up several different... No, uh, well, let's see what happens. Bob, you should have said Bobcat Goldthwaite. Why
1: uh, are you so... F- it's the first thing. It's oh, And it's a YouTube clip. Shall okay. we play it? Sure, play it. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. You never know what's going to happen.
0: You're gonna get an advertisement for Probably. some political and then figure.
1: I'm going to be like ah, hello everyone. Yep. yep. Hey, Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story about a little fat boy that nobody loved, and that all the other kids they used to make fun of him, and they would pick on him. And then, and then, and then they used to say that he talks funny and stuff. And he had a, and they had a twin brother. And everybody and and, and everybody said that he didn't look like anything like his twin brother. But but he wanted to. Hank, were you the little fat boy? No, no. But but I used to like to beat him up. You know, I got my go, Why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? And I beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Why are you so fat? Why are you so fat? And then I beat the... Out of him.
0: Yeah. My brother said this joke verbatim to me over the phone. <laughs> so, he knows the movie. Okay? That's all I'm saying. He knows the movie.
1: So, see? People are making fun of him because he talks funny. Yeah. I don't know, Bobcat.
0: I think he was... I think he was telling a story about himself. Um, what? The other thing I, I... I pulled up for you is that one of the sub mini mini subplots of the movie is uh cassandra is trying to earn money through being a, she's a musician mm-hmm. and her band is playing and first of all they're trying to stop the uh, bad guys from derailing her thing and so the whole plan that bobcat and his brother come up with to prevent the bad guys from ruining their gig is to go steal a lobster truck they blow first of all they use the bazooka to blow up a little dinghy to distract the employees of the lobster Mm-hmm. Uh, company, so that they can then steal the lobster truck, mm-hmm. so that they can then drive it to the rich people asshole's house, mm-hmm. so that they could throw some lobsters into the pool mm-hmm. for the uh, main guy to not notice, mm-hmm. so that they jump in the pool, mm-hmm. and then they get bit in various places by a lot, or you know, c- clawed, pinched, pinched by lobsters in which they get out of the pool and run away with a couple of lobsters still on them in which apparently stops them from any kind of plan of stopping their yes. concert. I mean, totally. I, I don't know how that works. I,
1: airtight plan.
0: It's airtight. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> It seemed like it set them back maybe five minutes. <laughs> but you
1: were talking about a song or something? So
0: then they go and we get the song uh, that Demi, I'm pretty sure, I don't think she's actually singing. Maybe she is. I don't know. I don't know if that information is available. Sure. It's called Don't Internet.
1: Look Back. And they did some great marketing for her. There were cartoon printed flyers. Because of hoops, right? Radio show ads. Yep. uh, TV ads. I feel like, I mean, the amount of money they spent. On the,
0: at the drive-in, let's all go to the lobby. They put a little, they blocked the screen or something. Yeah, they
1: brought their own projector to the drive-in.
0: Everybody's at this concert. Everybody. So now it's booming for Demi Moore to play this song.
1: Okay, Here we go. Sitting all alone Couple notes here.
0: That song's <clears throat> the fucking bomb.
1: One, yeah. great song. Yeah. Two, sounds like Demi Moore. Yeah, okay. Three, racism. So there are only <laughs> three black. Characters in, in the whole movie. movie, right? One, they are not named. They are named Made One, Made Two, and Made Three. They
0: are, and they are just they work for the bad guy. They're
1: literal maids in like maid outfits. But then it they does not feel good. And
0: then they reappear as the backup singers yes. to Demi Moore. They're her more? backup yeah.
1: singers still in their maid costumes. <laughs> oh my god, that is so. They want to be able to, to recognize them. That's terrible. Well, everybody's got to have a cartoon. That's terrible. Yeah, so that's so terrible. but
0: that song's pretty good though.
1: But that's terrible.
0: But that's. The song's pretty good, The though. song
1: is is bomb. You know,
0: y- you're a person... You look at everything as, like, glass half empty.
1: No! I'm a
0: glass half full guy, and I say right. that song is the bomb. That's all I'm saying.
1: I love it. It's, it's a definitely, like, 80s song. When that song and, um, played... She's rocking the, like uh oversized blazer
0: oh the whole oh. Bo- she's got oversized mm. clothes on mm. she's doing the whole
1: she is she is she like
0: grunge look before grunge was a thing no 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 and it's she's 80s. not grunge it's, look. it's baggy though she's like hippie hippie she's like
1: granola but then she's also got like oversized 90s blazer i mean she's a trendsetter clearly yeah,
0: definitely um I, when that song came on when we were watching it I remembered the words of course because this is the part of the movie that I'm I'm just I'm in the home I'm stretch treated. now I know all this movie from here real well
1: I mean this this tells a lot about <laughs> why you are the way you are
0: <laughs> so the the bank sold the thing now they need money or they need to their plan Hoops' plan oh there's a whole thing where they oh, actually hang Akak doesn't, Ak-
1: doesn't matter they hang
0: Akak Ak up on a on a wall because Demi Moore thinks his name is Hoops and John Cusack didn't say that he's not good at basketball so they have to he, they play a game of basketball where the they use a human as a hoop that happens in this movie less relevant I don't even
1: want to tell you to stop but stop okay <laughs>
0: We'll get to the, the race. So, will we? No, right now we are. Oh, that's okay. what we're doing. Oh, okay. Um, so they think the Koops' plan is, okay, well, well, if we can win the regatta, that's we'll trade the trophy for the house because that's what the, all the, the one guy that really owns all the money cares about. So if we win the regatta, we hold all the leverage. They will yep. want to – because either they'll – the guy will be so mad that they lost –
1: and cut them off. I'll
0: cut them off, or they'll trade the house for the trophy. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan, but Hoops is afraid of water. That's, like, a barely there plot thread. Um, and so where are they going to get the boat, right? So they decide they're going to build a, a, a sailboat. The dog that we re- recall in the beginning of the movie, uh, the bad guy, kicks the dog, which is actually a kind of upsetting scene. Yeah. you sure they want to know that this guy means business as a bad guy. The dad. The villain's dad. At
1: that point, you're like, I hope he dies.
0: Well, I think he... He it seems like he's going to die, but he gets he's, eaten by this he... uh, murderous dolphin machine. He
1: definitely got murdered by the <laughs> eight-year-old girl. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, she I gets her payback. She he's pays him dead. back.
0: <laughs> he's dead. His legs and are crippled in half.
1: Rigamortem said in real quick, because <laughs> his legs are poking out and they're stiff. They're not even moving. He's completely so he's dead. Been murdered. Rig-a-mortem Does he not moved. appear
0: at the end of the movie? No,
1: <laughs> he's dead. He died. <laughs>
0: He's okay. Stiff
1: and stuck. In so that's everything. what happens. So
0: they decide that they're going to steal uh, the preppy asshole's car engine because they he nicked it and they, oh they punched Bobcat or Bobcat's brother gets punched by this guy when he picks up the car. And the guy
1: we're talking about, he's like a high schooler.
0: Well, it's yeah, they're they just graduated. Yeah. Jeremy Piven and the other, other the main bit bad guy. So they decide to like. Take the car engine and put it in their garbage boat that we saw on the sh- the. It was the, like shipwrecked
1: on the beach.
0: So then we get this amazing '80s montage of them yeah. like building up the ship. This is my favorite part of the movie. From when I was a kid, as a was. kid, I was just like, "This is what it's all." And this is what my brother's favorite part was too. I felt like he was like rewind this shit. Maybe it was just me, but yeah, they paint it yellow. They paint it all yellow. They you don't really get to see what they do with the engine, right? It's hinted that they're going to use it. And they got all sorts of cool painting thing on there. They name it The Boat.
1: I do like that.
0: They try to christen it with a bottle of something and uh, the little tiny bottle of alcohol and they put a hole right through it which does not serve doesn't seem like it's gonna go well
1: really let you know this boat is fragile there's an
0: od stuffed animal on the uh on the front it's bed sheets as their sails and uh they're gonna go and they're gonna listen they've no they have no experience (laughs) sailing never sailed this is my this is my theory though you want to know my theory about sailing and regattas there's no skill involved obviously you just get out there and you fucking thing well for the first part then, <laughs>
1: you got to paddle
0: pa- paddling that's they it. had
1: paddles <laughs> yeah, i'm got... sorry i'm not a sailboater, but y- paddling
0: there's three that's tiers a thing? of there's three tiers of this uh race oh, there's yeah. paddling and there's sailing and then there's just user engine to drive in and motorboating <laughs> it's very strange <laughs>
1: it's it's kind is of is that like how a regatta anti- works climactic. well
0: we are we're not one percenters, uh, people, so we don't know how a real regatta works.
1: Yeah, if you're uh, a one percenter listening to this, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh,
0: they're oh, they're so weird. They're writing emails like, first of all, the oar part of the race is a tradition going back to Nordic years. The regatta
1: years. is a series of boat races. Mm-hmm. The term comes from the Venetian Italian language, regatta, meaning contest,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and typically describes. Hold on.
0: The, get we, to the page. Back in Italy, we used to use oars, and so we continue the tradition of the waterways. It typically waves.
1: describes a racing event of road or sailed watercraft, although some powerboat race series are also called regattas. Okay. It often includes social and promotional activities, which surround the racing event.
0: Catalina mixer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> although they're typically amateur competitions, they mm. are usually formally structured events. Anyway, it sounds like it could be whatever. Including paddling they're sailing, rowing, blah blah blah.
0: And let's be clear, this is not a movie where they're like cuz I actually do appreciate this. Like there's no like $200,000 prize at the end of this race because it's just a bunch of assholes with their boats farting around, right? Yep. There's a trophy. That's basically it. So they could have easily been like, "Well, if you win this, you could have the money to save the house." They don't do it. That's, That's true. not what it is. Cuz like, nope, we're still like this movie is the most unrealistic depiction of everything. Yeah. And yet they're just like, "Of course there's going to be no money involved with this stupid race. Look at these assholes."
1: Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> So there's paddling Mm -hmm. and then they get – there's the sailing part. Yep. They're doing well, the group. By the way, why does – so they decide that Hoops, who has no boating or water, does not swim. Yep. He's going to be the captain.
1: Yeah, obviously.
0: Demi Moore is not going on the ride because apparently no smart. women were allowed.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> bad luck like, to have a girl on the boat. May,
0: well, I don't know. None of the other teams have any women on it. I'm just saying. Or she was just smart. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Jesus, who cares? Probably both. Uh, yeah.
1: Movie sexist.
0: So uh, they're doing pretty well. They're sailing well. They got mm-hmm. the Odie. They got the bed sheets. And the other the asshole team, the dad is on there. They are uh, knocking other people off the boats. Um,
1: yeah, they're boats. going in like
0: murdering Being violent so akak actually jumps out of the boat and they he bails to uh save a guy that they um knocked knock, out. yeah knock another team out so he wouldn't go you know again like, why these people aren't i think he got hit in the head maybe mm-hmm. so maybe that's the danger i think i feel like if this is so he the got g-
1: knocked out The guy that got knocked off.
0: You know, a lot of people don't want to wear a life jacket on a boat because, like, I don't know how to swim, right? But you know what? These are the scenarios where you get knocked
1: out. You get knocked unconscious. This might be a good idea to, like... Your life jacket needs to flip you onto your back so you don't drown with your head in the water. You
0: know, you might just think about it. Look, I'm guilty of it. I've I've been on a boat. You know, you don't wear a life
1: jacket. You don't wear a life jacket on the boat? No, not always. You don't. you don't. When I sit in the boat, I don't. Yeah, you don't. That's what I'm saying. Probably should.
0: I know. I'm just saying. People, think, even though you're, you can be a great swimmer. Some things just happen sometimes. Maybe yeah, not
1: likely, but like drunk drivers on the absolutely on the, on the water.
0: Anyway, this is what happens. Akak, Later on, his dad sees or hears about this noble act and says he doesn't have to go to military school. Great, we close that loop. The dad then shoots his crossbow, which we saw earlier. He was using his own son as part of his target practice with the crossbow, this which is, is so very accurate. Famous. He's very accurate, but very dangerous. Uh, he shoots an arrow and knocks out the rope on their sail. Down goes the sail. It seems like all is lost. So John Cusack, who is never, can't make a, a, a human ha- uh, arm size hoop from a foot away. Yeah. He is now going to throw the little, uh, the, tiny little no, ball. These are all nautical terms. The little metal tiny ball. Yep. The, the cannon ball. Yeah. That's attached to the rope thingy. That needs to go up to the hole on the top of the mast. I got that. That mast, that's the actual word. I'm gonna take credit for that one. That's an mast? actual word. I said that earlier. Na- oh, okay. So note. you throw it up there. and it, Or, you know, you gotta get it through the hoop so that the, 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 the curtain, the sail, could go up. Mm-hmm first try. He hucks this thing up and actually gets it in. And what that's the one thing I don't remember about the movie before was that he was called Hoops. I remember that. And I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a good basketball player." No, the joke is he's not a good basketball he player. Is not. I think it would have made more sense if he was a good basketball player cuz he gets it on one try and gets it uh, right in the the thing.
1: It's so unbelievable. They
0: play good music. They have a they were uh, when they show up at the race, I forgot to mention that they're doing like a little dance routine and it's pretty great. Um they get the sail back up, they get back in the race, and then they blow the hatch, or whatever, yep. and they reveal the- not just that they use the car engine, it is just like the back of the car.
1: <laughs> With, like, the taillight. And the
0: license plate is on there, so they know that it's the guy's car. Yep. Um, and they just blow he, past that's it. That's
1: what they get from punching his brother. If you
0: just want a little bit of sense of this movie, the, the, the two-minute clip of the end of this race is widely available on YouTube, you can kind of see this little bit of the movie. Um... The whole team flips them all off as they go by, sure. which I didn't understand as a kid. I don't think. I'm
1: sure you did. <laughs> That's probably why you loved it. Maybe. You're all, oh.
0: And they triumphantly win by a lot. I mean, they don't even, this, this part of the race is not, because they just have a monstrous engine. What a stupid race, though. <laughs> like, it's rowing, which is, you know, man strength. Sailing, I could see that there maybe is some skill involved with, like, I don't know, pointing your sails the right way. Yeah. Okay.
1: So it catches the wind. Ooh, yeah. real Ooh. tough. Wiggle that, it that way. That, it that
0: drunk way. Jack Sparrow figured it out. I feel like anybody could do it. You know what I mean? Did
1: he actually do anything? Though? he was there. Yeah, he had a little
0: boat at the beginning of that first movie. He okay. had to handle that I'll shit. Give that.
1: I'll give you that. He yeah, yeah, that shit. Yeah. He's a fucking captain. Yeah, uh, he did it all on his own. That's right. He had his big boat that he would maneuver all on his he own.
0: He got eaten by a kraken. Okay?
1: Oh, <laughs> he also beats up his wife, so I don't
0: know. No, Okay. That's allegedly, number one. Number two, that's a complicated issue. They were both beating each other. Not a good situation. Just saying, uh, don't be throwing stones. Uh.
1: What? (laughs) Well, not
0: married anymore either, so that's also inaccurate. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. He just likes to hit women be no, more specific
0: they're, They were both there's both both have Stop. legitimate you sound accusations like you're,
1: you're justifying no, domestic violence
0: No I'm not I'm saying that she she was she also uh has a history of that and so they are both like whoever their next partners should be should watch out Allegedly you know. this is all allegedly <laughs> sure. just to be clear we're not we don't want to be sued Um I don't know why I are even talk about that I'm talking about Jack Sparrow it's a movie character Um That's
1: who I was talking about
0: He beat his wife? I don't think he ever got married.
1: Exactly. Not that you know about.
0: I don't know what I was talking about. Sailing, Sailing. it's easy, right? That's what we're saying? And then
1: you get to use your motor.
0: And then you just drive your motorboat in. It just doesn't make any sense, right? Um, Anyway, they get there. They get there. They don't want to trade the trophy. The old man is just so disgusted by uh, this loss.
1: (laughs) No, they do. They give the trophy to the douchebag guy. And then the douchebag guy walks up to the grandpa, then the grandpa yep. st- takes the oh, well, trophy away from him. Oh, well we forgot that
0: the, he, the, the mate, the dad, the villain dad yes. gets knocked off the boat and that's when the little girl in the fake dolphin jaws thing literally comes and just devours him with a mm-hmm. metal thing and his legs are cranked up and he's completely dead. His, his
1: rigamortist but that's legs.
0: You, but that's what you get for kicking a dog.
1: They kicked the dog, and the dog had to go to the veterinarian.
0: Yeah, they did. And we didn't know if he was going to be okay. They didn't show us if he was okay Until then. Until the end. When he had puppies.
1: Which made no sense.
0: It just came. There
1: were 12 puppies he kicked- who also <laughs> had cones on their heads.
0: He, he, why did they have cones on their head? Because they got kicked. That's why. The whole... The stomach got kicked. That's why. Is this
1: a girl dog? Well, obviously.
0: Oh, I don't know. It's unclear. But I thought maybe, yeah, it was pregnant. I, mean,
1: I thought Bosco was a boy. Well,
0: yeah, okay. People don't understand the name of their... Well, no. My assumption is, is that... uh Bosco is a girl. Okay. Was pregnant. Because of the kick, the puppies were hurt, and so they had oh to have the colors on their head.
1: Oh my god, it gets darker.
0: I know. That's why you don't... So, that's okay. The guy got killed. He got murdered by this little he girl. He did.
1: He's as dead. he deserved.
0: He is dead, and he got killed viciously by a mechanical dolphin, murderous dolphin yeah. thing. Anyway, the old grandpa guy is like, fuck you. You guys were cheaters. No, you're done. I'm not... You
1: lost that race. The
0: deal is off. You get, Keep your house. Keep the trophy. You guys rule... Yeah. End of the movie. Yeah. As far yeah. as we know. Well, except for finally Uncle Frank. This is the end. of Like, the uh, movie is over, right? And then it cuts to Uncle Frank uh calling into the radio station. He wins the million dollars, but then he rips the phone out Cause accidentally. Because so excited. And the phone line gets disconnected, and the radio station immediately is like, oh, we lost him. Okay, well, we'll just have someone else call. And someone else wins. So then he goes and bazookas the radio station
1: yep that's a terrorist (laughs) move right
0: there and bobcat and his brother are there to watch it antics
1: no they're like oh bonfire grab the schmores
0: oh hilarious and we get you know we keep getting these little clips of john cusack making his animation i guess it's assumed that he understands love enough from demi Moore that he can get into college this relationship's not going to last past the week, and right? They
1: know that, and it even says it. Like that was a great summer love.
0: <laughs> we went our separate ways. <laughs> Pretty
1: much, that's exactly what it says. It is. It ends.
0: Okay, well, there you go.
1: That's one crazy summer.
0: This movie is so insane. You gotta just. It's worth that three dollars. How man. do you not
1: own this, Tyler? Because it's
0: not in print. It costs money. <laughs> Cost? Do you want to pay twenty five dollars for a VHS copy? No, I
1: want to one Sunday. One
0: crazy summer. Do you want to pay? an out-of-print DVD cost of uh, One Crazy Summer? No, you don't. You don't want to do that. I
1: know.
0: You just can't do that. I know. You can it's get terrible. Better Off Dead for like a dollar, but you can't get this one.
1: It's crazy.
0: It's a crazy thing for One Crazy Summer. It sure
1: is. Why do you think it's not, uh,
0: not well-known? Why do you think it's disappeared? There's a lot of movies from the 80s. This happens. I mean, unless Amazon Prime throws it on there, some of these movies are just going to get forgotten, unless you remember seeing them or... There's, cause there's a lot of shit on Amazon Prime. I'm like, what is this? This seems like a movie that I would love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of that on there. But it's like they, they don't put them on DVD. So you, yep. you miss it. Cause we were in the 90s. You know, we kind of got DVD in our high school years. And so that was kind of our, if you were getting into movies, that's when you would, whatever was on DVD is what you would watch, right? Yeah. Well, some of the shit never made it.
1: It just did. One
0: crazy summer did, but then they're like, no one's buying it. Put it out of print. Well,
1: they only made thirteen million when it was in theaters. I
0: thought you were going to say they only made thirteen copies of the DVD. Actually, all of which I are on eBay. They <laughs> made one
1: hundred and thirty copies. They might have.
0: They might have. All
1: right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This has been One Crazy Summer, episode eighty from Old Millennials Remember Movies.
0: It's episode eighty. I thought that was episode eighty last week.
1: Episode eighty. I feel like you might have that wrong. Oh, the last one was seventy nine. I feel like it was eighty. It might have been.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't keep track.
1: I feel like I purposely looked that up. Okay, you're so mean to me. Don't look back. Man. Don't look back, All right, baby, we'll talk to to another movie. Are, we gonna,
0: are you think they're gonna like get us for that for putting the song on? Yeah, they're gonna. They don't put the DVD out, but they're gonna like they're gonna send us a letter of like, hey, you got to take that song out of your podcast, or we're just gonna yeah, charge so you. So cool. Like, put the movie on DVD, and I will. Bye. Threaten, don't threaten
1: me. Bye. Don't threaten me. Baby, don't look back.